So what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Hood Therapy. Hope your day is going smooth. Mine's going pretty good. Um, so I think this episode gonna like this episode as well because this episode we have another cause. So if you're in Philly or you like fashion overall, you might recognize it from his clothing line, Jean Tricks. Um, but if not, I want to introduce my brother Muhammad. So what's up, Muhammad? How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm just enjoying this beautiful day, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely appreciate you for coming on today. Um, so before we get started, why don't you tell the audience a little more about yourself, bro? All right, so my name is Muhammad. I am a fashion artist for the clothing brand Jeantrix. We are based out of Philadelphia area. Um, basically, we create wearable art. So we take pieces of clothing like jeans or we take uh, pieces of leather, like leather jackets and stuff like that. We paint on them. We embellish them with like, you know, different types of hardware. Um, we basically do all types of art. We also do murals. We do window installations for certain companies like Sex Fifth Avenue. And uh, we work with Neiman Marcus and a bunch of uh, celebrities as well. I don't really like to name drop, but, you know, we, we've done a few things. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel it, man. That's cool, bro. And I was just actually reading to the company and saying that um, y'all was planning on going, like, having half y'all materials um, at least recyclable in the next, like, two years, bro. So that's actually that's, major, man. Cause yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, pollution and all that other stuff that's happening. You know, the stuff, global warming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It's cool that y'all actually becoming, like, conscious about, like, the earth and the materials that y'all use in y'all brand. Yeah, man, you got to nowadays. Like, we obviously see that the earth is going through a lot of changes right now. So everybody, if everybody does their just a little bit to help that, you know, I feel like the world can change you know, in a, in a quick amount of time, honestly. And we don't, right. a lot of times in the fashion industry, we don't realize how many pieces of clothing we throw away, um, how many pieces of clothing we don't recycle or give away to somebody, you know, to, through a charity or through Goodwill or something like that. So right. that, that actually adds like 80 tons of uh, textiles and materials and stuff to these landfills. So, you know, that's a huge problem. So if we can be a part of the solution in any way, then, you know, that's all That's all I'm about, really. Right. And that's a bit, bro. And I kind of go into, like, what the topic is about um, for today's episode, description, which is looking at similarities versus differences. And I felt like this was an important topic for us to talk about because once you have a brand behind you, it's almost um, – it's, it's almost certain that you will meet somebody with who is different than you in, in one way, maybe more than one way. And you will meet a lot of people that are similar to you. But I think it's super important to understand that with the differences, you know, it, you can you can actually spark a friendship or a relationship or even like a business partner through differences. So that's what right. we was going to talk about today, meeting people through differences, how it has affected us um, right. and how these things can ultimately make you better, you know, right. tell you in a way. Absolutely. So. How you feeling, bro? You ready? There you go. Yeah, I'm good. All right. First, I want to talk about similarities and connections. So um, we could, I don't really know if I remember, but 
as far as how we met and um this as far as like similarities stuff like that because I met you on social media right and you know we meet a lot of people on social media but you don't really have too many people that become like your long-term friends you know on social media so I met you on social media like a good what three months ago yeah and it was probably through a tweet I can just about um guarantee that it was through a tweet yeah and um, I I don't really remember what the what the tweet was about, oh, but just you okay. So you like you say you from Philly, I'm from Cleveland, right? And so I, ideally we come from two different backgrounds, right? Like it's like we don't know each other from a can of right. paint. So uh, automatically it's like we're looking at the differences. Like I don't know him, he don't know me, right? You know, but when it came to like the friendship sparking that friendship. I think I had DM'd you. I'm always DMing somebody trying to, you know, see what's up with them, whatever, right. whatever. And so when I DM'd you, it was like, a, it was a, bro, it had to be like an instant connection. Like, Absolutely. Y'all ever find somebody, like, and y'all start talking to them or something like that, and it's like, you you knew that person before? Like, it was like y'all was friends before, right. or like y'all was related in the past, like, or something like that. That's kind of how it was for us. But I remember us talking, like, after we had first met, um, and how we have first started interacting, how it was kind of weird for somebody to be another, at least another brother to be asking you, like, how you feeling, how you doing, right. working a friendship or whatever. Like, what was, like, the first thing on your mind when we met, when we started actually interacting and stuff like that? I mean, at first, what drew me to you was your tweets and stuff, you know, because I felt that you were a spiritual person based on your tweets. Um, I'm a deeply spiritual person. And it was certain topics that you kept tweeting about that just sparked my interest. Like, you know, maybe he has the same interest as me. So when you finally DM me, I was like, okay, maybe we can, you know, have a good convo about some some deep shit. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. Right, definitely. A lot of people, we, we might retweet each other or, you know, but we it's not really a lot of friendships being made sometimes through social media. Any, right. You know what I mean? You're right. At least not long-term friendships where you, like, you talking to the person, you know, for months and months and months, and they actually build into a friendship. Like, I feel like having online friends, like, we might have a lot of online friends, but that's strictly that. So it's like, like you say, it's, it's very, it's not, I'm not going to say it's rare, but it doesn't happen as much where, like, somebody can actually build, like, a long-term friendship right. and that's the, through, you know, social that's media. That's the beautiful thing of social media, though. It's bringing, it can bring people together who have similar interests, similar, uh, you know, things in mind or whatever. So, right. like, it's as long as you're open to uh, accepting new friends and stuff like that, you're definitely going to find somebody that could be your next friend or whatever. Like, we just right. got to be open to that because a lot of people are so, like, especially right now with all this social distancing and stuff like that, like, people tend to isolate themselves more now because of social media and because of social distancing and things like that. It's right. very no, that's true. Definitely. That's true. And I think, like, as far as that, um, like you say, like, you can really find, like, a friend, a business partner on there. Um, And I think when it comes to looking at these, even, like, when it comes to, like, differences, like I say, like, for different people, different cultures, different ethnicities and stuff like that, you could actually come together. And really talk about, like, some stuff that, like, culture, you be actually going through, like, a culture shock talking to people sometimes. Like, it's crazy, bro. Ohio and Pennsylvania are literally right next to each right. other. But to think about how, how different we are, you know, but similar at the same time, even when it comes to, like, our language, 
it, it kind of blows my mind. Like, bro, like, we, 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 I never met you a day in my life, but somehow we still have a connection. You right. Know? And I don't know if it was the Hebrew, it, I know you're a Hebrew Israelite and I Muslim. Mm-hmm. So I know there was a common uh, belief between the two of us as far as like certain things, like religiously. Spiritually, right. even though there are big differences between those two religions, there is still a core, a common core that I think we both just felt, you know, comfortable, you know, talking to. And maybe that that's probably why. Right. Right. And I think that's super crucial, bro, when it comes to um, like building relationships, building friendships, whatever, whatever, because when you think about like, for instance, other nations, you know, and how. They may not agree with each other, for example, every Chinese person, you know, like for they don't agree with each other for every, you know, every idea that comes out of each other's mouth. But at the same time, I feel like they have some type of respect for one another to the point where it's like, okay, I may not agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't want to see you lose. Like, I don't want to see your kids lose. I don't want to see your grandkids lose. So it's like even when they don't like each other, even when they don't mess with each other, they still have each other's best interest in heart. And, like, I think that was, like, that was something that I caught on with you because it was like, yeah, we could be different. You know, we could. We had all these differences, you know, um, even down to where we live at. But at the same time, we was able to find some type of similarities and, you know, build off of that instead of, like, looking at all the differences. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right, so, like, I know you said that you have um, a fashion line, right? And I know you meet men. A lot of people, you know, on a daily basis. Yeah. So, have you ever met someone through differences? And then, if you did, did it change what you thought about mm-hmm. them? That's deep. Um, okay, so, I guess my biggest example for me would be... Uh, Alright, so, around 2010, I started going to an acupuncture place. Um, just mm-hmm. to, you know, stimulate healing and, you know... Because I, I used to have cancer, actually, back in high school. I was talking Mm-hmm. Um, so as a part of my recovery, uh, I started acupuncture and things like that. And the acupuncture place that I went to was generally run by, you know, uh, Caucasian people. And I have right. no racism. Uh, you know, I'm not racist against anybody. I love all people. If they treat me right, I'm gonna treat them right. So right. for me, it was, um, going to the clinic and seeing how the Caucasian people treated me. Uh, they treated me very nicely. You know, they were very open. They didn't, you know, talk down to me or whatever, like some people do. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, that just sparked my interest in the whole acupuncture system, the whole acupuncture belief. And that actually changed my life for real, for real. Like, I'm still actually volunteered with the same clinic to this day. And that was like, I started going there maybe 10 years ago. But it was those mm-hmm. differences between us that drew me into them and that made me actually love these people for who they are. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, right. it's stuff like that. And just like, I don't know, it's the, the, the type of people that we meet through my clothing brand. We meet a lot of people from different backgrounds. You know, some people are maybe uh you know transgender some people may be this some people may be that and you have right. to have that respect for people even though you might not agree with everything that they're doing 
you got to respect people because, like we said, you never know what you're going to have in common with these people. And at the end of the day, they are still humans. So you treat people with respect. Right. You got to treat them like they are human um, in order for, to get that respect. You know, And in order to make long-lasting bonds with people. Because you never know. Somebody that you could have hated one day can change your life the next day. Like in my instance, they changed my life. And I'm forever grateful for them. Right. Man, that's a good, good chunk, yeah. bro. I think like same, similar, I, I don't know how the same story, but a similar story as far as um, networking and, because you know, okay, so I use Facebook a lot for networking. And when it comes to networking on Facebook, if a person is not involved in networking or they don't really care about networking, they will never think about Facebook as a place right. to network. But being on Facebook, not even just on Facebook, being on Twitter, being on Instagram, and me and different people from, like, even, like, some people from, like, Nigeria, bro, or some people from right. Jamaica, me and people from summer everywhere and just realizing, like, it, it made, I think it did make me think about it differently because I was, like, after I was starting to meet people, well, first, let me let me go back a little. When it comes to, like, our grandparents, they always say, you know, you shouldn't be trusting nobody online and this person can do that, you know, this, this, and this. And to an extent, yes, right. they can. But then I think that it really closes our minds to really get out here and, like, uh, meeting different right. people, you know, and, like, trying to understand different cultures and stuff like that. So I think it did make me think about it differently because I was like, man, like, if I can, if I could just sign up for an account on Twitter, man, and just DM right. somebody, bro, and just find people from all across the world that, 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 can, we can mutually benefit each other and we can start a friendship or right. whatever, whatever. I'm like, why would not do it? You know, like, why why are we not taking advantage of social? Like, we look at social media as, like, um, a form to really get up on, like, entertainment and, like, the gossip and, you know, like, the funny memes and stuff like that. But social media is always also a huge place. Absolutely. And going back to what you said about the grandparents, like, back in their day, they spoke to everybody that they saw on the streets. You know? They spoke Right. They, they knew the whole, they neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. They knew their neighbors. <laughs> they they spoke to them all the time. They even if they didn't know somebody, they still spoke to them and they was courteous to them. And we should still we should apply right. that to social media. Like definitely be cautious because there's a lot of people out here that aren't who they say they are. A lot of people are scammers and this and that. So we definitely gotta protect ourselves as far as that. But as far as having a conversation with people, like I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Because that's how you get to know if somebody right. is a scammer or if somebody is this and that. But definitely be cautious, especially when it comes to kids. You know what I mean? Like, you kids, right. they could be talking to a pedophile and not even know it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I my mm-hmm. ex, actually, my hairdresser, um, yeah, a long time ago, she was telling me how one of her daughters was had, like, some type of online profile somewhere. And she caught her daughter talking to some guy. And yeah, it was like an older guy that was trying to get his her mom's credit card and stuff like that. So I don't know how that situation what? turned out, but she thank thank God mom caught it before mm-hmm. it went any further. But we definitely, like right. I said, we definitely got to just be cautious of who we talk to, but still be open to having a conversation with people because you never know who can change your life. Right, right. That's true, bro. And that's probably why I was so. You know, like, how you doing that type of stuff? Because I, I feel like a lot of times you don't hear that stuff in that community. Like, when you walk outside, 
People, they might say what's up to you, you know, but for somebody to actually stop you and be like, you know, how you doing? You know, just to see how you feeling, just to see, you know, where you at mentally. I feel like that's not something that is done as much as it should be. And that's probably why I like it so much, just because it gets brothers thinking. Like, they be like, I mean, I'm sure it's some brothers that be like, okay, instantly it's cool. But then for other brothers, it kind of spark them. But it's like, bro, like, don't nobody really right. say this before. You know, and some brothers, they be like, bro, like, what's, what's up with right. you? Like, what you want? You know, but it's like, nah, I ain't even on nothing fishy, bro. I'm just right, trying to right. see how you feel. I you definitely know? appreciated that because coming where I'm coming from in Philly, we don't do stuff like that. Nobody is walking up to you asking how you doing or, you know, or even just saying hello to you anymore. You know what I mean? Back in the day, they might have, but today we don't do stuff like that. So that's why I appreciated you asking me that during the time, you know, because sometimes people might need that. You don't know what people going through, like, you right. know, and at the time I was going through a lot, like, with uh you know family stuff and this and that so i really appreciated that and i feel like that's what really initially sparked the bond between us you know and just the similarities then we started finding out the similarities and stuff like that but yeah it's definitely needed now more than ever mm-hmm. like a lot of people are suffering mentally right now like with this whole uh virus going on and stuff so we it's so mm-hmm. important for all of us to ask our friends as even if it's not a friend, an older person or somebody that looks like they may be in need. Like, do you need anything? How you doing? You know what I mean? Like, can I help you? It's so important because right. humanity is what's really going to get us through this virus. And that's, that's really going to get us through the future because, you know, we don't know what's going to come in the future. But as long as we stick together, have that humanity, then that's going to be everything for our survival. All right. All right. No, it's true, bro. That's definitely true. And yeah, like I say, like once we, it, it, it's not going to become a norm until we start doing it and people start getting used to that type of job. You know, for you, it was new because it was something that you don't, you're not really used to. But once you start to hear it again and again and again and again, not only do you get used to it, but in a way, you start to ask yeah. other people, you know, like, how you doing? You know, it starts right. to become a habit. You know, it's something right. that you start to pick That's up. That's a good habit to pick up, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, um, Speaking about the like in the community and stuff like that, when you think about the differences that you have, um, as far as I don't know, maybe personally or you know, being a business owner, I'm not gonna say it's not that many business owners, but for people that are our age, it's not that many, you know, as far as our friends, our immediate circle of right. people who are business owners. So how do you deal with the differences that um that you face on every day or like the the, the ways that you are um, different? How do I deal with that? Hmm. It's yeah. interesting because when I grew up, my whole life I was told that I was weird. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know if it has to do with my zodiac sign. I'm an Aquarius. But naturally, I'm just, I was always into science. I was always into art. And I was just generally just a little bit spacey because I was always daydreaming about certain things and things that didn't exist that I wish existed and planets and things like that. So at an early age, I kind of um, didn't feel right with myself because, you know, I did have friends that were similar to me. But when you talk about your differences in in school settings, sometimes you can be judged a little bit. So I naturally kind of created a shell around myself become, you know, because I was called weird or because I was called different or this and that, you know what I mean? But. I created that shell around myself 
And it wasn't until I left high school that I really was able to shed that shell a little bit, start shedding it a little bit, because that weirdness translated into art. It translated into creativity for my brain. It, it, you know, I started my brain fresh out of high school. So all that weirdness that we was feeling, me and my business partner, we, you know, he was called weird as well. You know, he fought in school many times because he was called weird or or people just looked at him as different or because he was fashionable and this and that. But once we yeah. got left high school, we put that weirdness to work. I, and I feel like weirdness is nobody. First of all, what is normal? You know what I mean? So, right. And why is right? weird looked at as a bad because thing? If you want to really go into it, most of the, the biggest inventions come from weird people. The biggest art, the most expressive art, the most influential artists in the world are weird. I don't really, and that I think about it, every artist that I know is weird. You know what I mean? So, like, the weird mm-hmm. is not necessarily, it's just the word weird that we get hung up on, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because I feel like your whole generation, like right. the, the 20 year olds and younger, are compared to the older generation, they are weird. Right, and I don't even think the the word for it is weird. I think right. it's more of a uniqueness. Right. That's the you perfect know? word for it because that's that's so true. It's uniqueness. Every generation that comes, you know, in the future is going to be more unique in different ways than the previous generation. And the previous generation is just not going to understand where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Like even for me, like I'm right. starting to. I'm 35. So I'm starting to see the younger generation and what they're doing and how they're expressing themselves very unique. But somebody might call it weird compared to how I was raised. You know what I mean? Like back when I was coming up, there weren't really a lot of uh, openly transgender people. There weren't really a lot of openly uh, open artists and people that were into fashion in the in the Philadelphia area. And the older I get, the more right. I'm seeing the new generation embracing fashion, embracing fearlessness. Y'all are so fearless, man. And I love it. I really love it. So we got to embrace who we are. We got to embrace our quote unquote weirdness, our uniqueness, because that's that's really um, what sets us apart from everybody else. Like when, and once everybody starts acting the same, that becomes a problem. That's more so that's more so robotic right. behavior. And we don't want to turn into robotic people because like I said the most influential art and inventions and stuff come from unique people so we have to embrace that uniqueness and protect it no matter what people say about you like if they call you weird embrace that you know it's it's good to be a weirdo sometimes you know what I mean? like we got to embrace that right. and be who we are no matter what anybody else thinks of us that's true bro and I think that's super important as far as like younger generation because when it comes to people being inspired and people with different adventures and different thoughts and stuff like that I think a lot of times society has a way of putting them down yeah. and like killing that enthusiasm and killing that what is the word for it killing that um like it's, it's not that interest but killing spirit. that creativity you know like it's like yeah, it's like in a way, do we just kind of like make our kids go back to being just normal, just being a robot in this world? And I don't think that's best for a lot of kids. And then I think also when it comes to um, this generation, for instance, like you said, you was interested in the math, you know, the STEM. 
and stuff like that. And so for people who are interested in that type of stuff, a lot of times they are looked down upon, especially in school, you know, they are looked down upon or they might be looked up upon, you know, but for somebody who is, you know, more interested in art, you know, or more interested right. in gymnastics or something like that, those type of people, they are looked down upon. And I think it's interesting because um, when it comes to being creative and when it comes to like all of the abilities that we have, we have to understand that, like you say, we are not all similar. Like we all have different ways of being creative. We all have right. different strengths and different weaknesses. So I think it's just super important that we cater to all of the, um, all the creative, the creativity and all of the, the, the imaginative Absolutely. stuff that our kids like. like you got to encourage the kids to be who they are and whatever you see them interested in, encourage that. Don't tell them, oh, you should be a doctor or a lawyer because that's coming from a place of fear because nine times out of ten, you telling them to do that because of the money. You're not even you're not even telling them to be a doctor because mm-hmm. they you want them to help somebody. You want them to have money so that they can be comfortable, which is cool. Definitely, you know, safeguard yourself financially, but you gotta you gotta do that through your creativity. Do that through whatever God has blessed you with. Everybody has natural talents that God has blessed them with. So what that that talent is really going to drive you towards your passion and to drive you towards, uh, you know, being financially stable. You know what I mean? You can make money off of anything. You can make money off of playing video games nowadays. If that's your passion, play video games, you know, right. work with a video game company, invent some new video games, stuff like that, give your input, review stuff. You can make millions of dollars just doing that by itself. A lot of, a lot of times when people judge yeah, that's you true. based on who you are, like that's coming from a place of insecurity. They're not insecure with who they are. So they want to make you feel bad about who you are because because you are expressing yourself without filter. So they feel the need right. to like bring you down to them to make you feel bad. You know what I mean? Especially in the black community. Man, and that's so crazy. That's actually yeah, bro. It's crazy because that's actually something that I went through when I was in school, bro. Um, and I actually went through it all the way up until like the seventh, eighth grade. Where I was always, so I have two sisters, right? Mm-hmm. And most of my family is female. So I was always cool with females. I could always find my way to talk to them. I could always find my way of picking their mentality right. without really doing much. And so people, brothers that only had only brothers, you know, or, you know, only had a lot of males in their family, they didn't really understand that. And that was one of the reasons why I got, why I was picked on just because I was always, right. it's, it's a weird reason to pick on somebody, but. Um, yeah, but because I had, I was, I was just better at communicating with females. You know, I was just better at, and even now today, when it comes to like communication, right. people be like, oh, oh, she like you, or she doing this, or she doing that. Right. Well, I just be like, bro, I'm chilling. Right. You know, like, I'm just minding my business. Like, I feel like for some people, we do have a naturally flirtatious spirit, but at the same time, though, I just think it's just being good with words, you know, and like I say, that's something weird right. to be picked on about, but that's something that I had to it's like my voice it's like in a way it kind of like once you once you picked on from a young age if I would have actually fell into that hate I mean not that hate but fell into that insecurity that they had who knows right. if I would even be podcasting right now you know like who knows if I would understood right. would have understood my voice so I do think that it's important not only for us to embrace um embrace our differences but or for us to tell our kids to embrace their differences, right. but for us to embrace our differences as well, you know, because we are, even today, we are different. It's stuff that we right. do that's different from other people, you know? So it's like, embrace that that difference that you have. If you want to do something, like you said, if you want to 
if you if, if nobody in your family can cook, but you different because you know how to cook, or if nobody in your right. family know how to drive, but you can drive, you know, take them and do something. You know, right. take that and use it to your advantage. You know, differences right. don't always and have to be bad. If there's anybody thing. out there that has been picked on before or has been called weird or whatever, like like he said, just embrace that and let that negativity inspire you to become greater. You know, not just to, you know, quote unquote shit on people, but just to elevate you as a person. Use right. that negativity, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, that negative energy, use that to inspire you. Put that into your art. Put that into your cooking. You know, put that into your music. Get that out of your your, your spirit because if the if you hold on to that negativity, it can cause emotional blocks. It can cause you to put up just a wall around people so that you won't even be interested in making new friends and communicating with people. You know what I mean? Translate that energy, that negative right. energy, transmute that, translate it into positivity some kind of way. And don't just let it let it roll off your back. Let it, you know, don't don't let it stick in your spirit. Right, yeah. That's true, though. Definitely, that's true. So, I said, so with your brand, we talked about Gene Chase a little bit. We talked about art. But we didn't really talk about how you connect it, too. So, like, what are some ways that either your brand or you personally um, plan to connect people? Or how do you connect people now? Because I know you said that you started this after high school. So, like, what are some ways that y'all have been, like, connecting the community? Through the years, we've... Through the years, we have... Um been connected people in a, a bunch of different ways actually um so a few years ago we used to do like career day um where basically we would we were invited to come to a high school and just speak to the, the students about their future and things like that um we also set up charities where people will donate um art supplies to to a local hospital in Philadelphia. It's called CHOP. It's the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And back when I, back when I was sick, that's actually the hospital that took care of uh-huh. me and helped me on my recovery. So that's why I feel felt the need to give back to CHOP. Basically, people would give us art supplies and we would donate that to um, CHOP, you know, for their arts and crafts and stuff like that because it's so important for kids that are sick to occupy themselves uh, and take to help take the off of their mind, you know what I mean? To help take that sickness that they're going through off of their mind. So that's one way we connect people as well through the don- through the charity and the donations and stuff like that. But also this year we were planning on doing something called Revolution. It's part two of mm-hmm. a collection that we put out back in 2014, which was inspired because, um, you know, they are taking away art classes out of schools, right? So why we felt the need to do it because there is a generation of youth growing up now that don't have art classes, but they're super, super talented artistically. When you don't have a way to express yourself artistically, you tend to, you know, go towards certain things that aren't beneficial for you, like violence or like turning to the streets or drugs, alcohol, or, you know, just not feeling content with yourself. You know what I mean? So we wanted to do that to not only inspire the next generation to be artists, um, but also to bring the artists in Philadelphia together. Because that is a big thing in Philadelphia as well. Like artists is having certain egos and being very clicky and not wanting to talk to this person for some petty reason. So we wanted to really just squash all of that and just start bringing right. people together. And we wanted to start in Philadelphia, but and then expand it to New York and different other cities. 
So uh, that's a big way that we wanted to connect people. Obviously, you know, we have to change things around um, with the whole social distancing thing. But I feel like we can come back to that and it'll still be a great event once all of this stuff settles down. Um, Because we we need to come together because art can art can actually change the world. Like, if you really think about it, art, everything is art. No matter if it's a flower, no matter if it's something somebody drew, no matter if it's uh, a car driving down the street, your cell phone. An artist actually made that. You know what I mean? Like, even when it, when you're talking about the earth, I feel like the most mm-hmm. high God, whatever you want to call him, is the, the best artist in the world. You know, because he created this planet that is so beautiful. You know what I mean? And we, even if we don't understand certain things, even if we overlook certain things, they are still art if you really look at it. And even if you look down to the atoms, how they're shaped, how they come together, they form shapes and things like that. Like we are, all of us are, we are walking art. You know what I mean? Down to our atoms, we are walking art. So that that just brings my me back to my point of how much art is, is so important. You know what I mean? So that's why we felt the need to bring these artists together and why we felt, you know, we could actually inspire people who aren't even artists to come together as well. Yeah, that's the big thing. Right. So do you think that um, you can use art to heal? If you really study art, if you really study certain things, like how certain colors make people feel, certain emotions... And how certain frequencies, if you're talking about music, certain frequencies are actually aligned with. Um, so let me let me backtrack for a second. Like when you're healthy, vibrating at a certain frequency, right? So if you make a song that matches that frequency, right. or even higher, you can stimulate healing in people. Actually, physically, physical healing, because once you're when you're not well, when you're when you're ill your body is at a lower frequency. So listening to that music can elevate your spirit. It can elevate your right. physical body to start wanting to heal itself. Um, and not only that, through images as well. Like you can, some things might bring you back to your childhood, might be nostalgic for you and spark certain good emotions in you that way. You know, art is definitely healing. And not only that, right. it's, therapy for artists to actually create art you know because it's kind of like we in our own world you know escaping the world just for a a few moments and creating through our spirit i feel like every artist has a deep connection with god and you know and when you create art god speaks through you and for whatever reason you know what i mean so i feel like that's another reason why certain industries are trying to be trying to uh are being taken over, like especially the music industry. They understand the the frequencies and all of that. And I'm not going to get deep into it, but yeah, you can definitely heal through art in many many ways. For sure. All right, all right. And like you say, it don't have right. to be just you know painting or drawing or nothing like that. It can be um, writing music. It can right. be um, just writing like poetry. Um, I feel like even podcasting right. is a form of therapy and a form of art because it's your own picture that you paint. You know, it's your own show. You paint it the way that you want to paint it. You have whoever on it with it or whoever you want it, you know, on it, on it, you know, and stuff like that. So I think it's it's just a few ways that we can actually heal from 
um doing art, even actually going and just meditating at the lake, I feel like it's a form of art. Just sitting there and becoming, yes. you know, at peace with earth, you know. So I think like it's different ways, like you said, it's different ways yes. that we can um engage in art, but we have to think about them as ways to heal, you know, because a lot of times, especially like you say, when it comes to music, the music that's not the music that's put out, you know, that that's widely accepted and, and popular right. and stuff like that may not always be the best for you. You know, so I think that, like you said, we have to align our frequencies with what is going on in the world, whether it be music, you know, whether it be what art is, and just and just let our spirit talk, you know, because art, that's all art is, is just letting your spirit talk. You're not really doing much. You're just there, you know, you just, it's just coming through you. So last question, what advice do we have for those learning to adapt to differences in life? Or I would say even those who are learning to adapt things, um, learning to adapt to be, um, or learning to accept being different within themselves. What advice do you have to them, or even what what advice would you tell us a younger you? Mm. As far as like, as what? far as like they're them being different, as far as being called like uh, weird, being called um, just just standing out for some one reason or another. What, what advice do you have to those people, or like I said within? Talking to a younger version of you, what would you tell them? Right. I would tell myself to embrace your weirdness. Definitely protect your energy. Definitely don't let people tell you what you should be doing with your life. Right. You know, um, embrace who you are. Talk to new people, for sure, because you never know who can inspire you. You never know, actually, what type of connections people can have as well. Right. You know what I mean? Like you could be walking down the street and meet somebody that's related to somebody that's connected to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like a big thing scientifically as well. When you talk about like something called the six degrees of separation, basically everybody is connected to each other through like five or six different people or less. Mm. Basically that's like a general, that's like a, a, I forget what they call it, but it's like a quote unquote, like a law. You know what I mean? Like, everybody is connected to everybody. So when you do open up to people, when you do try to make these connections with people, you'll find out that either they are similar to you or somebody that they know is similar to you. Um, so definitely keep be open to talking to people. Um, when you're at an event, don't be looking down at your phone. You know, go around talking to people. Um, go around talking to people. Give out your business card. Find out who they are. Um, you know, cause you can actually find your next business partner out just randomly. You right. know what I mean? Like I found my business partner randomly through a friend, through a mutual friend. Um, we both had this guy named, uh, Markel back in the day. He was like a close friend to both of us. And he saw that we both was interested in art and he was like, you guys should collab on something. You know what I mean? And, you know, from that, we, we just sparked basically an empire. You know, right. an artistic empire. So it was through, and I actually met Markel through social media back in the day. That's the crazy part. Uh, That's the crazy part. Like social media can really connect you to so many different types of people. It can really just change your life for real, for real. It's changed my brand. It's changed me and my business partner for the best. And um, yeah, just embrace yourself and just always try to find a uh, a peace inside of you, like a compassion for other people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, even if somebody, if somebody treats, I'm not saying, um, you know, 
that you should, you know, be nice. I mean, you should be nice to everybody, but everybody is not going to be nice to you, of course. So okay. try to have some compassion because if somebody isn't nice to you, nine times out of ten, they might have went through some trauma in their past. They might have had an upbringing that wasn't really the best for them mentally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like um, try to understand each other and come from a place of compassion. That's when you start to love your enemy, actually. You know what I mean? And that's not to say let your enemy do whatever to you. That's just have some compassion for them. Have Try to understand where they're coming from, you know, um, but also stand firm in your beliefs as well. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And for me, I would probably say allow, number one, I would say elevation requires separation. So when, when, when you are elevating, naturally, you're going to be separated from you know the people that maybe you want to be friends with or maybe the people that you know but in order to separate you can't stay around people who are doing the same things don't really want more for yourself or you know don't really have a vision that you have but then also i would say let that uniqueness prepare you don't think about it as you know i'm weird and you know i'm the only one because you gotta think about it just because you don't know nobody else you know, for instance, you know, you like a certain food or something that people call you weird or you too tall, people call you weird. Um, you, it's, 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 it's not just you who, who's tall. You know, you're not the only, you're not the tallest person in the world. You know, you're not the, you know, whatever people call you. So it's like just embrace that stuff, you know, and use it to your yeah. advantage. You Absolutely. know, don't, yeah. don't use it as a means to, you know, increase your anger, you know, and, and, and you know, make you heartless, but Use it as a means to help other people because it's not just you who's going to go through that situation, like I said. So right. once you become comfortable with whatever you expect on about, just like we are right now, get on, have get you a platform to get to speaking about it because it's a lot of people who are dealing with the same stuff that we are here dealing with, you know. Yeah. And and like you said, we all just need help from each other, especially now. Absolutely, bro. That's that's so true. Definitely embrace that uniqueness because, like you said, it's going to propel you to be great one day. For sure. Right. And you are great. I mean, if they if they calling you unique, then I mean you already you already touched the great barrier. Absolutely. You, know? you were blessed. That's what that means. You were blessed with talents that not a lot of people had. So um if the people want to find you, if they want to order something off of your clothing line, where can they find you? Where can All they right. find you with your brand? Y'all can find us at genetricks.com, J-E-A-N-T-R-I-X dot com. You can also find us on Instagram. J-E-A-N-T-R-I-X. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, it's all the same. You can look on YouTube, Gene Tricks TV. Yeah, you can find us in a bunch of places, basically. Hey, good junk, good junk. And if you try to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. At B from Israel, B-F-R-M-I-S-R-A-E-L. Yes. And Muhammad, bro, I appreciate you for coming on, man. We definitely got to have you on here again sometime soon. No problem, man. I would I would love that. I actually enjoy doing this. And, you know, any way I can help you and your mission, you already know I'm down, bro. Yeah, for sure. Same to you, man. But, yeah, thank you all for tuning into this podcast, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.